stay off the motherfucking bread. People like games. I ain't coming for no foolish. Presents. The at some point in the day show with Solo. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Welcome back to the At Some Point in the Day show with me, Solo, your host, that is I, and today is Tuesday, November 5th, and for today's episode, we will be talking a little bit about Super Smash Brothers taking the crown in multiple avenues, but before I jump too far in, for those who are listening for the first time, because this episode is only the second, uh, this is a new daily series that will be covering one major topic and maybe a few little ones just sort of on the fly. And it'll be out maybe five, six days a week, if maybe seven, depends on the topics, depends what's out there. Anywho, you might be wondering where you can find this show. You can find it at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, and all of the other usual suspects. The socials, Twitter, Instagram, at People Like Games. You can find our subreddit, r backslash People Like Games. And you can find all of these places in one and some merchandise over at PeopleLikeGames.com. Find the podcast, find the merch. It's all amazing. We have some events upcoming this month as well. We'll be plugging those soon too. But because these episodes are only supposed to be short and about 15 minutes, I got to keep this rambling to a minimum. So without much further ado, let's get into some of the quick stories we're going to touch on. So first up, we have Jack Courage Dunlop has signed an exclusivity deal with YouTube. That sort of follows the trend of Ninja going to Mixer, Shroud going to Mixer. I'm sure Dr. Disrespect's going to stay with Twitch. And more specifically, just sort of speaks to the current, I guess, something, whatever people call it, streaming wars, but more so just the sort of like music signing exclusivity deals and how there's you know we always mentioned twitch was top heavy and so now they're losing a few of those top heavy people so i expect pokimane and dr disrespect to be the sort of faces of twitch moving forward anywho i don't have a lot to say the only really curious part about that for me is whether because jet uh, courage is part of the hundred thieves organization his exclusivity deal is going to be specific to him alone or if it has or that exclusivity deal has any ramifications on any of the other content creators that happens to be over on that team but without any info on that i can only speculate if i get some more i shall drop it in and we shall see what happens with that uh next up xbox still you know the cloud gaming chief talked a little bit about getting the x cloud which is basically the xbox cloud gaming service over onto mobile phones i'm sure that'll be happening uh, sort of coinciding alongside scarlet's release in the coming year next up we have supercell uh one of the major gaming publishers has put a pin in the game Rush Wars that it had been developing in beta following complaints about redundancy basically they figured out or they figured even with some of the improvements they were putting into the game at the time that it wasn't seeing the positive feedback nor did it seem to them to have the ability to have a sustainable lifespan so they just cut it uh what was interesting about it I guess maybe that would be at a story and what's interesting what's interesting is that they did 
release it in test markets and for them and for this game specifically they released it only in canada and so you know they were able to make i believe almost half a million dollars in the game from sales and so always funny to see uh how that ends up happening but um, I, I prefer to see a, a company make a smart move like this, or a publisher rather, make a smart move like this and put a pin in something before just sort of arbitraging uh, the other successful titles it has or is developing in just the sake of releasing something. We have a name for that. It's called the sunk cost fallacy. That means the time you've invested is too great. Therefore, you must continue regardless of the outcome. Sometimes true, other times not. I suppose for them it was true this time. Last up on these quickies, Google Points launches in the US. The Play Points is basically a, a rewards program for Google Play Store customers that allows points for purchases and rental credits and includes games and all of the other podcasts, TVs, etc. that they have on their little Google Play network, which I don't really use, but if you do, you can find this show on that E. And so now it is time to talk a little a smash smash wait we got we got a couple of smashies in here hey that is a classic the top story that we have for today is super smash brothers ultimate becomes the best selling fighting game uh, of all time beating Street Fighter 2, which sold about like 15.1 million. And this Smash copy ended up selling 5.38 million. So it says like 100,000 more copies. So that is pretty cool. Number two, we have Smash not only became, not uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate not only became uh, the best selling individual fighting game of all time. The Super Smash Brothers series has become the best fighting game series of all time having sold a cumulative 53 million copies in 20 years. What's really funny, even about this Smash Brothers Ultimate sales, which have, as I just mentioned, about 15 million, it is not the top seller on the Nintendo Switch. That crown is actually held by Mario Kart Deluxe 8, which actually has sold 19 million copies to date. The numbers that sort of precede the actual cumulative sales totals is sort of variable, especially because of the continual releases of all of these games. So to say, you know, Street Fighter is coming out with more, Mortal Kombat is up there, and Tekken's up there, each of these games see continual releases. So for now, they own it. Who's to say they don't get a huge hit that is comparative, but to put Smash's popularity in perspective, and Mario Kart, thus far, about 41 million units of the Nintendo Switch have sold. And so that means one third of all Switch owners have Super Smash Brothers, and then half have almost Mario Kart deluxe obviously mario odyssey and zelda are up there too and so the example makes it seem like they're far below they're about like a mill or two off from the top spot as well all well below the mario kart uh, which just sort of shines a glaring light at the sort of non-immediate success of mario kart tour which speaking of they are releasing multiplayer in that this coming december just as a beta so we'll see how that goes and how that ends up affecting what they're doing with that. I don't really have much to add. It is not surprising. We did our first event ever uh, as an organization on the sort of basis that we thought Super Smash Brothers Ultimate was going to be a big game. That was back in January 2018, just sort of two weeks after its release. And, you know, it sold almost 12 mil in its first year and with character releases. And if you look at the esports numbers, I think people were discussing uh, 
uh, Evo 8 in particular, which it was the only game out of all available that had over 2,000, I guess, signees. And even, you know, we can speak for where we are in New York. It's a very heavy scene and it's one of the more popular games. It's one of, because of the diverse range of characters, really in, allows a huge diverse demographic and to be interested in it and make it accessible and it was something that is only going to continue to grow in my opinion especially as all this dlc is coming out not to mention that tomorrow literally they're going to be probably releasing terry the upcoming character and so they have the game very much alive uh it's very much on nintendo to put like a lot of money and resources behind some of these esports tournaments or if it's sort of being looser with its content even online it would serve to only benefit them because granted when you're making sales like these it, it, it's tough to argue that you need to do anything but nintendo's a company very much driven by fan love and fan support and they have been pretty good and actually really good about responding to the fan enthusiasm lately i can hope that that only continues anywho uh, Smash, best-selling game of all time, fighting game series, uh, and fighting game of all time, Ultimate, and the series, respectfully. Not surprising, it's a new day, and it's one of the few games that's managed to create a large content pool, and, and, and not to mention one of the most diverse, both racially and gender-wise games uh, that I've seen. There's never a person who doesn't like Smash, and if they do, they're sus, and Really? Um... What's, what else is there to say? Uh, it's a slow news day. We're going to be back on it tomorrow with a story that we already know beforehand, but I'm not going to let it out just yet. So tune in tomorrow to find out because as the title says, this show will be at some point in the day. Subtitle daily. But that's all we got for you today on a quick note. Otherwise, like I said, at People Like Games is the handles. PeopleLikeGames.com is the website. Merch is up. Yada, yada, yada. Plug this, plug that. We out here. I'm going to go play some Smash, actually, after talking about it, all of this. Uh, I sort of want to go get Luigi's Mansion, but I am going to wait on that one for a bit because I want to actually play Outer Worlds as well. So expect some uh, one-off episodes that will be dedicated to some game reviews because why not? Uh, anyway... It's been real. Thank you for listening. I shall see you tomorrow. This aggression will not stand, man.